Yeah, JRP. Villa, 11 straight home win. Beating West Ham right. for the first time in, I think it's five years. But um, Villa managed to break that curse. They haven't beat um, West Ham in, in 10 games. 10 games. And with that said, people, you don't know. It's the last of the real. It's Zane, alongside the people's favorite. Yours truly, JRP in the building. Yeah. And, you know, JRP, special shout out to everyone listening on any platform. You know, whether it be podcast, YouTube, any streaming platform. Much love and respect. Much love to our weekly listeners. Keep the love pouring in. Definitely. But, JRP, Villa. I mean, Villa is flying high at the moment. I'm giving you a boy. This win was extra special, special as well. Car. It marks the, the anniversary of when Emery came to the club. So uh, that one was extra sweet. But like I said, Villa is flying. Um, both clubs, um, when you look at it, have uh, aspiration to play in Europe um, next season. And regarding that, regarding of this defeat um, to West Ham, um, West Ham was an informed team as well. Yeah, definitely. It's just Villa's homework, you know, like I mentioned earlier, is at the moment impeccable. 11 straight win, you know, definitely. everybody's on farm. We see the likes of Douglas Louise, two goals, uh, Ali Watkins again. Can't stop scoring from home. What a wonderful week he's having, scoring on international duties and scoring for the club. Yeah, when you're on fire, you're on fire. But we have question though. We see um one international youth score for the club. Mm-hmm. I mean, your boy, Leon Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair play to Bailey still. His goal was a good goal. Leon, Leon Bailey, like I said, my boy, right? Um yeah, man. Inco- inconsistent at, at best. Um, but a well taken goal. Uh, uh, the thing is, if Leon Bailey can stay the, um, this consistent um, with, um, with with good performance, because currently he's in that super sub category where he comes on and make a, a impact um, for Aston Villa. But I'm sure um, with the caliber of player that he is, um, he doesn't want to have that role. He would definitely want to be starting. Um, but it it all it all takes um just a step at a time and and he's doing that. Um, I believe we should always be more direct, um, less less trickery, and just get to the point. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, while West Ham was you know up to this game in good form, Ariola Ariola today that he was reminiscing of. I heard people saying he was trying to do his best, Andre Onana impersonation. Uh, it's fair to say that a uh, majority of the keepers this week um, had a bad week in context. Yeah. A, a lot of keepers um, let down their their team um, over the weekend. Definitely. I will touch on some of them, but first, you know, again, congrats to Aston Villa and Emery. Definitely. Good way to celebrate a year in charge. But Most Manchester United, 
They got another win on the bounce, like two on the bounce. It wasn't a classic performance by any means necessary, but they got the win. They got now, the win against um, a struggling Sheffield. Yeah, but question, is the days of the classic Manchester United performance gone? Because they, they haven't touched that peak in the longest while. That's that's the point. The team seems to scrape a win at best. And even 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 when they scrape the win, there's questions asked, you know, with, with the honor of um his goalkeeping attributes, just mm -hmm. overall on the pitch, you know, the, the new striker that they got which we thought would bring out the best in Rashford and himself. Seems to can't score in the league, but, you know, he'll get a goal or two in Europe. So, but, Zane, funny enough, back-to-back um, -back wins, like you, like you said, um, the scorers of late are very familiar faces for Manchester United. It's, yeah. it's the old face that are turning up. When you look at uh, Maguire, who had an outstanding game today, uh, received the man mm -hmm. of the match performance, standing ovation as well. Um, he deserved that. He deserved and that right there. This is a player well, that you know, the entire England that was on his back, as in why he's still in the national team. Um, he's not playing for Manchester United. They wanted him out of the, the club in the transfer window and under the yeah. year. On a day like this, he did everything right. Yeah, and even the goal scorer of this goal, um, one of this goal and the previous two, got McTominay, right? Everybody and, and wanted him out. Unlikeliest, unlikeliest of players, right? Right. Uh, the player, everybody turned their back against. But this is the atmosphere that um, you want to build in the camp. Like I said, it wasn't the, the, the classic performance at time they had to scrape through, but um, winning breeds habit, right? And if they yeah. can continue to get wins, um, it will put them in a, in a good um, position come the end of the season. Definitely. Well, I mean, Manchester United is definitely trying to fight for a European but It's it's the tradition, it's the name. You know, if Manchester it's United is not in the history, if they're not in Europe, it's like a, a bigger disaster than when we didn't make Europe. And that's right. correct. And and they they are currently in the Champions League. Um they did not have the best half start. I, I'm sure they want to finish on a strong note, um, come the end of the season, uh, to at least remain in the Champions League. Now, let's let's look at our game real quick. Mm. What can I say to happy? I mean, this was more than controversy. Goalkeeping errors. A game of Chelsea dominating for, let's say, three quarters. And Arsenal basically turning up for 15, 20 minutes. Right. I don't think I, I don't think it even was fifteen minutes, possibly <laughs> ten minutes. Um right. and the day, um well played to Chelsea. They did everything right yeah. up to about almost a hundred minutes in that game. Uh, yeah. they won the tactical battles. Um the players were up for it from the first whistle. Um every player in a Chelsea jersey, um 
deserve uh applaud as well they went out there and they made their fans um proud regardless of the the end result right and yeah. blunders blunders were made were made by by two keeper yeah both keepers right? definitely both keeper both keeper make um um blunders and um, and that is that is part of the game right that is that is part of the game it's a part of the game that no fans um want to accept uh, and i know chelsea fans will definitely feel down by this performance but the way i see it is that if chelsea can come out and at least play this way at least eight and a half times out of 10 games right they mm-hmm. they will and i said will uh be in a in a, in a good position yeah yeah honestly chelsea like you said, they play like this eight and a half time. This is a scary Chelsea team. But definitely. Apart from the keepers making blunders, the, mm-hmm. the, the refereeing decision. I for me there's a few decisions that I don't understand. What yes. the referee um, was calling. The penalty was one of them. Yes, right. which so, the, um, for me it's both penalty decisions to be exact. The, yes. the one that involved uh, Saliba, right? To me, yes. that was um, that was a that was a little bit harsh because when a player is in mid-air stretching for a ball, um, it's it virtually impossible that that player hands will be at his side. At his side, yeah, he's not Superman. He cannot fly yeah. like that. And it was the it was the opponent who was heading that ball, deflect that ball on his hand. So I didn't believe that the decision would have stand right there. The other, and upon making that decision as well, Zane, it, it took it yeah. took a while. The game continued. The game, went, the game went actually well near into five minutes before they could have um, stopped the game really. And so, between that, anything could have happened. I mean, Arsenal could have scored. I mean, Chelsea could have even scored yeah, as well. Could have scored, yeah. Now, you think they did that because of what happened with the Liverpool Tottenham game? Um, possible, they, they, possible, but why is it that it is so hard for decision to be made or just to arrive at a decision in a, in a, a speed of time? And no, because yeah, I don't even, even, even if the VAR um, find it hard to, to come to a, um, a decision, right? Why is it the unfield um, of official or the unfield referee should say um, not notified within, within at least a minute? In a minute right. time. Go to the screen and take a look. Yeah, because right. clearly virus exhausts all angles of looking at that decision and can't come to a conclusion. And it took VAR at least, like I said, three minutes in the game to at least notify the ref and say, hey, you take a look at that. Yeah. And the next, the next penalty yeah. decision, right, with involving Sanchez. Yes, yes. I, I, I don't understand um that, and it's, it's not, it's not only in Chelsea game. That was something no. that mimics something what Onana did the other day. Exactly. And Howard Webb came out. I don't know if they heard Howard Webb's um, argument for that, you know where they basically yeah. came out and said anything like that happens where the goalie misses the ball and takes out a player is a, a penalty foul. should be 
Yeah, that is a fault. There's no way a, a, a keeper can come out all that way to, to, to get a ball, right, Zane? Miss mm -hmm. the ball totally and take out someone from the opponent team and doesn't get a fall for that. Anywhere on the field, anywhere on the field, a OG player yes. did that, where he missed the ball and gets and gets the opponent. That would be deemed as a foul. Definitely. Definitely. And, and my other um issues again is was with the, the Palmer tackler as well that was deeming on yeah. a red card. Yeah. Yeah that was pushing on a red card. Again you know Chelsea fans, Chelsea listeners. This is nothing against Chelsea. Chelsea actually played really well, right? It's the inconsistencies of the refereeing. That, that's where the issue comes in there, Pete. Papa, like you said, that was borderline red card. It, it was borderline red card. And it, it, in my opinion, um, Chelsea should have walked away with that win. And like I said, Chelsea fans um, will feel hard done by it. What I want to um through a question at you right and it's, it's yeah. regarding our team with ramsdale and and david um raya i know ramsdale yeah. wasn't there in this match right because yeah. congratulations to him he's no he's no dad yeah. yeah you think arteta has no create a, a, a issue a goalkeeping issue at arsenal where you're, you're it, it's it's now getting somewhat somewhat of a toxic environment because there's two number one keeper fighting for for this spot right yeah um you see where both keepers are now shaky and it could be a case where i'm thinking that both keepers are now looking at it and said if i mess up i'm out of this game so mm -hmm. the, it seemed like there's this additional pressure on board keepers as in keepers, to try yeah. to, to get get it right. And the other issues as well is that you want board keeper to to trust their backline, but with the rotating issue, how can that be a sense of trust right there now? Yeah. See, I agree where he may have caused an issue now because if you looked at it, Ramsdale didn't make the type of mistakes that Raya is making. This is mm -hmm. the second game in a row where we see Raya tries to play out from the back and mm -hmm. he's the last game against City, Alvarez closed him down, almost led to a goal. This yes, one, yes. he passed it straight to Paul Palmer, almost led to um, a goal. He, he, he recovered well to, to, to right. stop him. Right. Evil, so, and evil one done in the dying moments where he he ran off the ran off the line trying run to, off. to recover to try to get a ball that he has no chance of getting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the levels of Raya's mistake we surpass anything that we've ever seen Ramsdale do. Right? Mm -hmm. And if you drop Ramsdale and Ramsdale is now sitting and watching these mistakes. Right? If he doesn't get back into the team for the next game, he's going to feel hard done and feel like there's some level of favoritism going on now. All right. So right? here's my other two follow-up question. One, do you think Ramsdale deserves to drop to be dropped? And two, no. do you think that David Raya is better than Ramsdale? 
I don't think um, Ramsdale deserves to be there. Definitely not. I share that, I share that sentiment as well. And I don't think Raya is better. I, I, they say he's a better shot stopper. I've yet to see that. They say he's a better ball. We have yet we have yet to see that as well, that distribution as well. Because yeah, I've yet many, to see that. Many of his distribution um in, in the last two games, right? But Christian marks play a yeah. very questionable. But yeah. like I said, regarding that, I don't know if he's if he's nervous. I don't know if he's he, he's saying that like Hey, if I should make a mistake here, there's Ramsdale. So to, yeah. to me, I believe Arteta have created that environment, that goalkeeper environment, a necessary goalkeeping environment that was needed. So you're expecting to see Ramsdale in the Champions League midweek? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And if he's not in the Champions League squad, you definitely have to put him back in the Premier League squad. Because I also believe that the back line had a relationship with Ramsdale, right? Yes. They had a, they had a bit of understanding with Ramsdale, right? And yes, it may take time with Raya, but earn your way into the team, right? And earn your way into the team. I share the same sentiment with, with you, Zane. I don't believe that Ramsdale did a lot that, um, that required him to be dropped. Um, I, I heard I heard the argument that hey, Ramsdale got us into the top four, but he won't get us into the into the into the the, the, the title. Um, no, my thing no, is no. that my, here's what my thing, and many people may not agree, right? I believe when you look at last season and you look at the the goals that we conceded, right? I think we conceded something. I, I can't remember off the top of me, but I think we conceded something like six more goals than City, something along that. Yeah. Right? And Arteta, Arteta did the, the smart thing and went for Declan Rice. That's why right. he went for Declan Rice to cover the, that that back line. It wasn't a goalkeeping yeah. issue. No, because remember, you know, Ramsdale was second um, to the Gea in terms of the Golden Globe by yes. one game, by one, by one game. game. So I don't think I, I don't think it was ever a goalkeeping issue. We, we got that no. clear in now, and Declan Rice is proving why he cast that 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 amount of money. Right. Yeah, I just think. Honestly, I believe that Arteta wanted competition in every spot, but this now has created, like we said, that kind of environment where that was hopefully it right, and hopefully goalkeepers can work together and figure it out and help each other. Because if not, it's going to be to the detriment team. Right, but but let, let's you know. Stick a pin in, in our, our result and look at Newcastle. High flying Newcastle. You're right. I mean, high flying look, Newcastle. Look, in all fairness, Crystal Palace is a, a, a kind of depleted team at the moment, right? We don't like that. At least they are But And in all fairness, as well, they haven't conceded in their last three games. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. While their while their attack is, you know, bare minimum. Missing. 
Yes, defensive-wise, they're still one of the best defenses in the league. And when you see a Newcastle team turn up and absolutely steamroll Crystal Palace, Correct. No, Newcastle deserves their spot in the, or deserves to be in the top four. I, I didn't I didn't ex I wasn't expecting sorry I wasn't expecting um the performance like that I didn't know that it would have been um much tight yes. like yeah because like you said um crystal attack may have been minimized a lot with the likes of Zaha not there um you know yeah. Alice, um not injured. There at the moment injured and, and and stuff like that but yeah at least the, the, the core back line is still there and when you say um a Newcastle um just like I said make really really light work of that um couple weeks couple weeks ago we were saying that Newcastle um we're having a very inconsistent um season yeah. so far but in their last couple of games they have managed to step up um the other the other good thing as well is that they are raking in this these results because their couple of upcoming fix, fixtures are going to be um a little bit challenging or uh, yeah. difficult especially in Europe and in the league as well yeah definitely definitely but so I mean yeah. when Newcastle is high flying because after they demolished PSG they didn't let that get to their head they just kept that momentum going and they are Borussia Dortmund coming on midweek, <laughs> and and they are some Arsenal coming to visit them as well. Visit them, yeah, yeah. So um, the games like are coming to pass. Like I said, tough times ahead for Newcastle, but they are doing what needed to be done to build on that, to build that momentum going. And even if they should come up against these more difficult opponents, right? If they can manage to get a draw, um. That would be well done for them. Definitely. Definitely. No, a team that's still in momentum and it's a team that we speak about a lot as the only newly promoted team that we see may stay in the Premier League, Luton Town. I thought in this mm -hmm. game Luton was dead and buried. But to fight man. To fight to fight. Oh man. Well though, especially at at away at Nottingham Forest, who was we all know home farm is exceptional, right? Yeah. But Luton's fight back, man. Give them, give them props for that. Like I said, um, I believe Luton will be one of the promoted teams that will stay up. I don't believe Burnley um, will stay up in our our um Sheffield. Uh, I know I sound like a broken record um every week, but I don't see those two teams staying up. But Luton um um for sure. And yeah. the thing is, if Sheffield and Burnley um keep losing and then you can put at um Born Mortar or whoever in that mix um um, they would definitely stand an even greater chance of escaping. Yeah, yeah. And as we speak on um, Bournemouth, <laughs> they're still winless. We've, it we've had it this is what, two international work. Yes, it's it been two international work. And the thing is that therapy, they actually had the lead in this game. Yes. They had the lead. Um, 
it was what billing score billing they were playing they were playing good as usual again they were mm -hmm. this remind me of um a couple of seasons ago when we used to say wolves are playing good they're just not scoring scoring yeah here's my thing with 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 bournemouth you know where that goal is going to come from you know uh -huh. it, it yes. is one person that is literally carrying the burden of scoring the goals for them if he does not score then who else who else? Yeah, that's the problem that's the problem right normally it was Solanke, but no farm at the moment no farm right? at the moment so that's the question if so if if he doesn't score um, who else they don't stand a chance and um if he does score then you're hoping for him to score again yeah so he can't have him in contention of winning exactly because one goal doesn't seem to be enough to help him no and we are we're what in in what 10 games in nine games in our nine games in. 10, yeah. nine games in and no winners yet um I'm not going to say hit the panic button, but it is getting close. They would have to do something rather quickly. It's definitely, definitely getting sticky. But at least they have company because Burnley lose again. Right. As, ex as ex expected. Honestly, it's not a surprise. Well, again, when I, when, I, when, I look at, when I look at the teams, I find it difficult to see which team Burnley going to be. Same here. Same here. I mean, look, Burnley plays really exciting football, really good football, and that's pretty you much know. it. Yeah, it, it, the the quality is missing from the excited, and that's from the and the end product as well. In, in the championship, this would be top class football. They would be scoring goals. But in the Easy. Premier League, and they, would, and they would have sit at top of the table. But you're in the the in the Premier League, and even when you're going boy. up against the big boy, even if you're you're going up against a unpredictable Everton side, you still have to bring it. Yeah, yeah you definitely have to bring it every game. Every game. No, the game that I want to talk about real fast: Liverpool, Everton. Always seem to be Everton, right? Merseyside Derby. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Now, this game, you know, shrouded in controversy as usual. But mm -hmm. the Egyptian king comes away with it again. Right? And this I, like, guy, I like that name that they gave him, the Egyptian king. Yeah, but this guy seems to score every derby, every Merseyside derby. And, and he is the, the last of the the front tree that used to torment many side in the in the EPL. There's no yeah. there as again and there's and there's no um what's um, his name again? Putino Fermino. Fermino, yes. Fermino. He, he's no longer there. So um club is 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 still finding it difficult to 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 select his front tree, but we know that um the first person name on that team sheet is Salah. Definitely. And, Definitely. and he and he didn't and he, and he didn't disappoint. He delivered again. Um he's been slowly going about his um his business. 
Um, no. Last season, he was pretty much playing in the in the shadow of Alan. To be fair, yeah. To be fair, um, everybody was. Well, yeah, pretty much the entire nineteen teams and other strikers were playing in the shadow. Yeah, um, yeah. But this season, he's getting the job done. Not saying that he wasn't last season, but he's he's getting the job done. Yeah, man. Now, my question to you: You think Liverpool are genuine title contenders? I'm 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 not sure about genuine con- title contenders because to be fair, we we could throw other teams um in the mix as well. Um, I mean when you look there, there's Tottenham as well, there's Newcastle as well. You know there's also Aston Villa. Not saying they're title contenders, but they're surely top four contenders as well. Yeah. You look at you look at even West Ham as well. That's another top four contender as well. You look at yeah. Manu as well. And a couple of weeks ago, we, we I we, I mentioned Chelsea and we laugh, but like I said, if Chelsea can can get in that put in that eight and a half performance out of every ten game that they play, they will be up there as well. So I believe the, the, the title race will come down to to the last. In, yeah. in my opinion, I believe it will. I believe Arsenal will be up there as well. I believe City will be up there as well. Um, Newcastle, I believe, will be fishing around, and and I'm not ruling out Liverpool. Definitely not. And you see, that's the reason I left the title, the champions, and everybody's favorite for the title for last. Because their game against Brighton, right? While we know Brighton can take on any team on any given day, yes, we expected the city team to turn up, you know, bounce back and blow them away. But mm-hmm. it was it was the contrary. It, in the first half. It was, you know, all city, but then Brighton came back into the game and it looks scruffy and, and very nervous for City in the end. Yeah, we, we all thought that um, City would have blown Brighton away, especially with that leaky backline for Brighton. They yeah. have been conceding yeah. a lot of goals, right? And City, you could say, just escaped by the... Pretty much narrow escape yeah. by the yeah. narrowest of margin, right? Um, and you would have thought more confidence would have been in the team where, um, that now Rodri is back. Yeah, and John Stones as well. And John Stones as well. But, but I don't know. Um, one thing people would say, and I would believe as a champion, you have to get the job done, and they did that. They didn't, they didn't do it in their old fashion way of getting um, blowing away their opponents by six or four goals or winning it by in the first 15 minutes. It, it, came, it came down to the last. Um, a certain you know, Mitoma um, do, doing the damage. I, I'm still surprised um, he's still there, to, to, be, to be exact. I'm I'm surprised no, no top team come in and, and capture him as yet. Um, when a player can make um, Kyle Walker look basic. Oh man, look average. Average. And average. And not, and not many players in the league um, can do that to a Kyle Walker. Uh, honestly, since the start of the season, I don't think anyone's done that to Kyle Walker. No, it, it's very difficult to just dribble past um, Kyle Walker. Are uh, very difficult to just 
beat him with sheer pace. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't beat him with pace or, or tricks. And, you know? and, 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 he, and he's, he's quite strong as well. So it's not easy to, to, to get him off his ball. It's not easy, easy to, to defend um, your, your ball against him. But like I said, City um, went in. Their two main men did, um, did, did the damage. Um, yeah. I, I believe Alvarez doesn't get enough praise as he should. Agreed. Because Agreed. to me, he's a much better Aaron player than Alan. Yeah, we know. We, we see that, you know, as Alvarez not only can score, but link up players, you know, yes. assist, clinical. Alan is the, if he gets four touches, he's going to score two. He's going, that, yeah, that's how deadly um, he is. And hence the reason, I believe, why they, they complement um, each other well. Uh, but fair play to City if they keep um if they keep turning over results like this Zane and when that certain player by the name of De Bruyne comes back. <laughs> Gosh, man. I mean, which has to why they're everybody's favorite still enough. But they, they are they favorite. everyone's favorite. If City win another Premier League title, this will be the first time anybody's won four in a row. And it needs to be, and someone needs to end that. But let it not yeah, be yeah. Um, so let it be us. And with that, with that, that's a perfect way to end right there. Yeah, definitely a perfect way to end. Let it be us. Let it be but us. But people, once again, we give everybody thanks. You know, whatever media you use listening, whether you're watching YouTube or listening to podcast, go right ahead and you know, touch the like button. What am for Jeremy? Man, Mash it up. Yeah. yeah. Subscribe if Mash you it. haven't subscribed already. Yes. Follow us on TikTok as well. Definitely. And turn on the notification bell. You know, yes. the algorithm gods are not your friends. So for you round up on anything interesting, turn on the bell. But with all seriousness doing a JRP in times like this, so ask everybody as usual, be a brother's keeper. Wow, good. I'm good up here, follow you, like the great Miss Louis Bennett said. Yeah, people, until then.